Another edition of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the JDF Memorial Sovereign Sound Board. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on the iTunes or the Spotify or wherever, you can leave us a Review the five star kind. Leave us a review of the five star kind. Subscribe to us on YouTube at YK Wrestling. Sub- subscribe everywhere. You know what I mean? I think you can subscribe on Spotify too, if I'm not mistaken. Think, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Accent back on. Subscribe to everywhere. Links to all the platforms and merchandise are available at ykwrestling.com. Now, welcome back to the Nuckafee Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the Thespian T.C. Fontaine, a.k.a. T.C.F. Baby. Please say the baby. Joined by King Reek, House of Havoc, first of his name. You got to switch to yeah. intro up sometimes, you know. Yes, sir. I take liberties with my intro, you know. I take it serious, but I take liberties sometimes. As long as the point gets across, I, I think that's all that matters. Hey, man. Honestly. Vers- versatility is key. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't want to do the same thing all the time. No. Switch it up. Hey, man, welcome to Nuck If You Buckingham Palace, episode 222. Shout out to my angel numbers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all that believe in angel numbers, too. Right. If you don't believe in angel numbers, just pay attention. Uh, you could be driving in the, in the car in front of you, license plate, say, like, 444 or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, where'd that come from? <laughs> and it, it was just like it always come after you was complaining about traffic and like you ain't able to get over in the other lane right and somebody get over right in front of you with 444 and i mean calm your ass down and stay patient right chill out <laughs> shout out to them shout out to the angel numbers shout out to christmas it's christmas season out here i ain't listening to no christmas music yet like nah. not voluntarily get all that yeah i like christmas music but like you know the temptations mainly that's OG. Temptations and say, album go crazy. That's fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mariah Carey, we already talked about that. That that go crazy. That's fair. I heard Brandy got a Christmas album that dropped. I, feel, I remember something like that. I just yeah. I don't remember listening to it. I'm gonna drop a Christmas album too on y'all. Don't oh. be tweet. I got art over here. Yeah, I got artwork and everything too from like a year or two ago. Oh, snap. You know, just Say playing that. around, you know what I'm saying? So give me, I'll, I'll go and cover all the all the old Christmas songs, you know, this Christmas. I'm trying out. <laughs> yeah, that's all I was on this week too, man, Christmas movies. I ain't watch no wrestling, so we might skip that segment. <laughs> I ain't watch no wrestling this week. I was watching all Christmas movies. Yeah, man, I, I wasn't even on that either. Yeah, I, I watched Home Alone the other day. I was watching a Thursday night. We finally got a good Thursday night football game. Man. 
to shout out to Thursday Night Football having a good game finally in the thirteenth week of the season. I had a parlay on there too, but you know. Yeah, I did too. I already told you about that. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. But uh, during during that game, they was advertising this other Christmas movie with Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross, and so I checked that out. That was pretty decent. Like I thought it was gonna be corny. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was corny. It's a Christmas movie. It's, it's default corny. I want to say but, like that's 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 on brand. Yeah, but it was cool though. It was it was solid. It was kind of like Home Alone meets meets like Jumanji kind of. In a way, sure. yeah, it was okay. cool. It wasn't that bad. What's your favorite Christmas movie, bro? Oh man, Home Alone up there for me. That's my joint. It's 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 in the list, but there's that. You gotta put Friday after next. Yeah, that's 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 my favorite Christmas. Movie. <laughs> like, like that's always the hitter for me. Oh, uh, this this one from childhood, uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh hell yeah, that's my that, joint. That's heavy. The big show is in there. Yeah. And Arnold and Sinbad. Shout out to Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad <laughs> was killing. RP Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Sinbad too, man. Facts. I heard uh he had a stroke a couple years ago, so mm. get better. Yeah. I think he's getting better. He he was able to talk. He just, you know, he ain't Sinbad no more, though. So it's kind of sad to see. But yeah. you know how that goes. I just want to make a declaration real quick before we get off Christmas movies. Die Hard and Eyes Wide Shut are both Christmas movies. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard, we know the conversation there. All right, I, I got all that. Where you getting Eyes Wide Shut from? <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut literally takes place during Christmas season, bro. It's, it, it, the, the party was a Christmas party. It was oh. a Christmas party. Go 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 rewatch Eyes Wide Shut and just pay attention. It's literally Christmas decorations all throughout the whole movie. Bro. I just found this out the other day too myself. So <laughs> that shows you how much I've paid attention watching Eyes Wide Shut. Oh man. I seen that movie like one time and I wasn't paying attention to none of them decorations. <laughs> no, they, they they low key as hell, just right in the background, mad Christmas trees, mad lights, everything. So the parties and IY shut is a Christmas party. This this is breaking news. Mm. I ain't never seen Eyes Wide Shut before. Go see it. It's a good movie. Stanley it Kubrick, is. Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. You don't you don't go wrong with the first two names I said, let alone Nicole Kidman. She she one of the goats. Oh yeah, for sure. Out to her. In a college football playoff, man, did they get that right? Whew. I mean, look, if we being fair, then it, it was hard to argue. Um, we ain't being I, fair I, to Florida State though. I, I mean, they're not. But at the same time, it's like if you know that it's not going to be the same because they lost their guy. It's like. We we don't want to see nobody get beat up in the like we got tired of seeing, you know them them giving somebody a shot in the playoff just because you know well they they just they won out, but then they get there and they look like trash exactly, <laughs> <laughs> like they don't want to see that no more and they know like the, the dude can't play it's not gonna be it, so you think he's had fifty passing yards yesterday in the championship exactly they, that that's that's all it need to be said <laughs> it's bad and, and and you knew Ben was gonna sneak their way in especially they gonna beat Georgia. Man, like, yeah, that was a no brainer. Be the team they ain't lost in three years, like 
I don't I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Hey, I ain't fucking with none of them teams though. Me either. <laughs> I ain't fucking with Michigan. I need I, I need Michigan to get routed. I ain't fucking with Washington. They both in they both in our conference, so we ain't rocking with them. And I ain't rocking with Texas. Fuck Texas. Shout out to SpongeBob and them. Fuck Texas. Look, I hope Shout Texas. Out to Kevin wins. Owens. Fuck Honestly. Texas. Like, I don't. I don't. It's it's a it's a dude from my city, and he a Texas fan, and I'm a Nebraska fan. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Is I said something about Texas being ass in September, and he found his way in my mentions yesterday, commenting on that same tweet. So I was like, yeah, I need y'all to lose because I'm about to be right back at you, family. <laughs> Let you know about it. Hey, let's talk about this week in wrestling history. Promise no more football talk for my non-sports people. Uh, this week in wrestling history, let's talk about the birthdays, man. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday this past week to uh, Hall of Famers, JBL, and uh, Hall of Famer, British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. I didn't put how old he would have been. I definitely should have did that. But it's Googleable. If y'all want me to do quick math, I'll go look it up real quick. So he was born in 1962. This is easy. He would have been 51. No, he wouldn't. He would have been 61. See? See what I mean? <laughs> See what I mean? Can't do quick math. Uh, Eric Redbeard. Happy birthday to him. Summer Ray, Natty's best friend. <laughs> Shout out to Summer Ray. Man. I needed the conclusion to that. That whole thing. I know, man. Like, we just, we just keep, you know, glossing over it. And then... It's back because because Summer Ray don't really come back. Yeah, did she came back like a couple years ago? Didn't her and Natty do something? Was it like um, the was it that one Raw Homecoming or not Raw Homecoming? But what's the joint they did where like fucking Pat Patterson and all them was winning the twenty four seven title? Wasn't she back? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was something like that. Yeah, that and then the the Rumble like. A year it might have been the rumble what I was thinking of. I don't think Summer Rae was there because like the, the the divas, quote unquote, who were at that raw show. I remember Candace Michelle and uh Melina and Michelle McCool, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. At hey, a rumble next month, I need all four of them women whose names I just said to show up. I'm saying. And Victoria. And Victoria. She can come back again too. Victoria for Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. Make that push. Uh, happy birthday this past week to Rob Conway. You remember Rob Conway? <laughs> Just, Just look, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my boy. Uh, Ernie Big Cat Lad. Happy birthday to him. He would have turned 85. That's another Hall of Fame. Happy birthday to him. Uh, Dutch Mantel, a.k.a. Zeb Coulter. Happy birthday to him. We the people. Hell, they man, imagine that gimmick in like 2017. Would have went crazy. Mad heat. Uh Dana Brooke, happy birthday. Happy birthday to the TNT champion, Christian Cage. My guy. Happy birthday to the Impact Knockouts champion, Trinity. And uh your yes, boy sir. Wolf Gang from Gallus Boys. And uh Super Crazy. Shout to Super Crazy. Super crazy. That's my dog too. They, it, and they, they had them doing the most racist shit, driving Man, off on some damn lawnmowers. lawnmowers. 
with some leopard on it. Like Juan Deer lawnmowers. Like this, this, Juan Deer. Yeah, I, I don't know how I didn't pick up that Vince was clearly a Chappelle show fan because that was some mm-hmm. shit off of that show. Yeah, and this was before Crime Time too. Right. <laughs> crime Time was some different shit. Yeah, that was that was wild. I like Crime Time when I was a kid. I, if Crime right. Time debuted now, I'd be pissed off. Yeah. I, I, I was I, just happy to see some some black folks that, you know, weren't in uh, their stereotypical roles in wrestling. But then at the same time, it's like, still well, a stereotype. Shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like they had braids. I had braids. So like it was it was cool. I was rocking with it. Yeah, I was rocking with it. But hey, listen, crime time. Y'all, listen. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. It's crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about this week in wrestling history, y'all. Uh, 1979 Hall of Famer Antonio Inoki won the WWF Championship. That win was never recognized, so technically he never won it, but hmm. he did. Some people saw it happen, and this is this was the the way things went like during the territory days and stuff. Like dudes would go overseas. Ric Flair talked about this on the uh, on Club Shake Show. He talked about how like. You go overseas and you drop the championship to somebody in another country because, like, I don't want to beat the top wrestler in the country and then have to get home safely. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to drop my belt. They're going to be happy in the crowd. And then we can, you know, he can come to America. I'll get it back or something. But, yeah, 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 that, that didn't happen with Tony Onoki. He won it in Japan. And, yeah, that shit was never recognized. Uh, but one person who did win that same championship, who was recognized in 1991, The Undertaker, won his first world championship. He beat Terry at Survivor Series a year after he debuted. Yep. At the time, was the youngest WWE champion. I think he was like 26. <laughs> it's Googleable. That's also Googleable. How old was The Undertaker when he won his first title? 26. All right. right. Ooh, okay. Shout out to the dead man. Uh, 1998, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got I got like three straight Undertaker tidbits because for some reason Undertaker was going ham around this time. <laughs> Every year this dude was going ham. Last week, BJR ass. Yeah. But uh, 1998, Oof. he crucified Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I remember that. He was with them big ass crosses yeah. on the stage. <laughs> he was going crazy. Did uh did 2005 at Survivor Series as well. You remember Randy Orton took his mm-hmm. ass out at No Mercy a month yeah. before. Let the casket on fire. So this dude came out. You know, Randy Orton won the Soul Survivor for SmackDown. Taker come out. Flaming casket still and everything. Cooked the entire roster <laughs> the lower card at least fucking funaki and paul oh, london yeah, and them niggas yeah. brian kendrick tried to get away the taker was like no nah, nigga uh-uh. <laughs> catching his tombstone Hell yeah. <laughs> 14 years to the day of uh his first world championship like it was mm. the same day same event this is going crazy uh 2006 this week in 2006, we had the worst pay-per-view of all time, December to Dismember. Oh, man. We still speak on that? I feel like we have to, man. 
<sighs> like every year we have to. It was actually on today as well. It was today. 17 years ago today, the worst pay-per-view of all time. It's just certain things like I might watch that back, the whole thing too. You just try to forget. It was a one match car, and that match was the first match on the show. <sighs> Even the chamber really wasn't was. in a field. The chamber was trash. Yeah, man. I'm, and I'm so surprised. Like they had a they had a Bobby Lashley video package that actually showed highlights from that match. I was like, damn, y'all be recognizing this match? Yeah, man. <laughs> y'all acknowledge this event. So if y'all acknowledge it, I'm going to acknowledge how bad it was. And it's on my playlist for later too. So good job. Oh man. 2010, uh, about a year after he debuted on main roster, your boy Sheamus mid at best. Became young king of the ring. Shout out to my man. Thanks. Uh, 2016, Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte Flair on Raw to win the Raw Women's Championship. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, they were banging. They were going crazy. Oh, hell yeah. 2016, these two women probably had the, the best matches out of For anybody sure. in wrestling. Like, on, like women, at least. Shout out to them. And uh, you did you did you see Bailey? Did you see Bailey tweet? Which one? The Sasha. Oh yeah, she's, when she said she always got a plan. Yeah. Hey, listen. I did peep that. <laughs> and a rumble in about seven weeks. <laughs> hey, I, I got something for that later. Yeah, too. let's talk about that in a second. Uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, we lost uh, Pat Patterson, RIP to the first Intercontinental Champion the creator of the Royal Rumble. Shout out to my mans. And uh, on the same, uh, at least in the same week, I don't remember if it was the same day. I think it might have been the same day. Uh, Sting made his debut in AEW at <laughs> Winter is Coming. A debut after Kenny Omega beat John Moxley for the AEW championship. And uh, as we all know, Sting. What in the hell? Y'all hear that? Can you hear that? Okay, good. What happened? Somebody somebody out here revving like crazy. So as long as you can't Uh, hear it. Now now I hear it. Okay. (laughs) My bad, y'all. But uh, as we know, Sting is going to retire this March. uh, Three years from the uh, same event of his first AEW match. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's probably be the only time we talk about AEW on this show here. But uh, they recently, in the last couple weeks, ran uh, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, Sting and Ric Flair. Yeah, they was out there embracing the Minnesota crowd because if y'all don't know this little tidbit of wrestling history, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota hosted the first episode of WCW Monday Nitro in 1995. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that match, Sting and Ric Flair faced off one-on-one. So they were on the first Nitro, they were on the last Nitro. And uh, at Rampage, Tony Schiavone hosted a, a segment with Ric Flair and Sting. With that being said, I'm packing the edits, guess what? These peasants, you peasants. You probably know what's going on here, man. I do. <laughs> you know. Richard Ooh, Morgan Flair. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here, boy. Listen. This promo 
<laughs> if you watch Rampage, you you did not hear this part because Rampage was taped. They taped it about a week ago. Yeah, Bobby Schmurda and Ric Flair in his promo <laughs> quote invited all the women in the audience from ages eighteen <laughs> to twenty eight to meet me in my hotel room. No boy. I'm going to start this out. Got tongue tied. <laughs> Usually when I'm about to go in, I get tongue tied. <laughs> I'm going to start it over. Flair, quote, invited all the women in the audience from ages 18 to 28 to meet me in my hotel room. No boyfriends or husbands. <laughs> no boyfriends or husbands. Oh, man. This is Googleable. I'm going to let you do the honors, Reek. How old is Richard Morgan Flair? Hold that thought. Hold that thought. <clears throat> As of today, he is 74. 74. Rick, sit your old ass down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are not our age anymore, bro. This this is 74. 74. This is something you would have said 45 years ago. Right. 45 years ago, you were our age. Sit your old ass down. Didn't you already get suspended last year from, from your endorsements for being a creep? And this is from you mm-hmm. being a creep 20 years ago. Yeah. You wasn't a creep recently as far as we know of. You might have chilled out. As far as we know. Maybe. But some, Please. I know I know you get that itch. You get that itch, you start feeling like, I need it again. I need it. Mm-hmm. Nah, fam, sit your old ass down. Part of the reason people didn't want Ric Flair in AEW to begin with was because of him being a creep 20 years ago, 45 years ago. Yeah, man, Vice really really put you on blast. Yeah, dog. They really did. And it it wasn't like we didn't know about it. Like, this is common knowledge for years. It just was like, you know, it was amplified. The crazy thing was they they told a story. I think it was on their show Storytime. They made it. They made it comical. Mm-hmm. Where they said it was like, oh, Rick was just on the plane, nothing in his robe, and was flashing, you know, flight attendants and shit. Yeah. Like they was loving it. Now we find out, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't sweet like that. It was some real dark shit going on. <laughs> right. And so uh, this this didn't even air, and it got all the crazy attention before it even aired. So they had to edit it out, of course. If it didn't get no attention, they probably would have kept it. And there would have been some backlash. It just would have been a week later. Right. So a lot of backlash. And uh, this man, Ric Flair, hops on Twitter, copies and pastes everything to Instagram as well. This man said, I am so tired. And Ric Flair types every word in caps too. Like every word is capitalized. I I hate people that do that. But he says, I am so tired of hearing all this negativity. I don't need to work and I don't need the money. Hold on. He okay. said, I don't need to work and I don't need the money. That's cap. Totally cap. That means lie. That's neither here nor there. Uh, he, <laughs> said, <laughs> he says, can't I simply enjoy being by my dear friend at Sting's side for the next few months without so much hatred? I know I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy life. I've earned the right to do whatever I want. 
and I'm exactly where I want to be. I appreciate everything at Tony Khan, but I'm more than willing to walk away if I am embarrassing you and your company. All I can say is I'm sorry. Now he playing the victim. Mm. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Sit down, Rick. He playing the victim. Of course, you got Jericho in the comments. You know, doing his Jericho thing. You got all the other wrestlers be like, man, go kill him, Rick. You the nature boy. Right. Him being a nature boy is the problem. <laughs> That's literally the problem. Like, yeah, and I like Rick. I love Rick Flair. He cool. He cool to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Keep, like, y'all excusing this, 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 this real degeneracy, bad act, you know, behavior from a 74 year old. Like, the man is. We talked, little... we talked about Rick last week, too. The man is just over the top. Like, y'all can't keep defending certain shit. Yeah, making you look bad. Right. So, dang. This is my first time giving Ric Flair Peasant of the Week. Is it real? At least this year. Might have did it last year. I was just saying, like a year ago, probably. Yeah. God dang, Rick. That's crazy. That's crazy work. <laughs> Don't get it again. Don't get it again. I mean... You don't know. get it again. That's all <laughs> <laughs> what we talk about. Hey, where we at on the Royal Address of Rumors? Oh, man. So, uh, we had some layoffs. So, so you know, yeah, TKO went up, you know, you got to go and start cleaning house a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, that uh, player hater of the year list, uh, we might, it might be wrapped up, but uh, somebody don't got a job no more. Mackenzie Mitchell. Former player hater of the year, now she out of here. Gone. Got a player hate from the free agency line. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How you hating from outside the job? You can't even get in. Yeah, it's cold. Nah, we hope you fall on your feet, man. You listen. She, white woman, broadcaster, is endless jobs for her out here. So she's good. Oh, for sure. Maybe not, you know, nationally known brands like WWE, but she probably do something local, get back on her feet. Yeah, she, 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 she start should her own stuff. brand. She can start her own stuff, man. Everybody got a podcast now, like us. So Facts. She can do that. Interview some people. Player hate. <laughs> that could be her gimmick. Yeah, Player hate with Mackenzie Mitchell. Cut the check. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a co-host. Facts. Oh, man. Oh, congrats to Ty Mello, Sammy Guevara. Mm. Had their baby they Had their baby? So did Alexa. Alexa had hers, too. That, that's true. That's true. Shout out to Alexa. Shout out to both of them. Ty Mello and uh, Mackenzie. Not Mackenzie. What? Alexa. I said Ty was in labor for like 24 hours. She a trooper. Damn. Woo. Bring them out. Bring them out. Facts. That's real wild. But yeah, shout out to y'all. Uh, Undertaker wants to see Dustin Rose, aka Gold Dust, go in the Hall of Fame, and so do I. Yeah. I mean, the resume is plentiful as it is. And I mean, he has been all over the place, but his 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 real career highlights were there. Like that's the that's the truth. And that and this is what Taker was saying too. I'm paraphrasing. I kind of just brushed over the the quote but he talked about how like you know taker 
embrace his gimmick for 30 years. Goldust did the same damn thing. Like, it wasn't on Tekken mm-hmm. level. He didn't win championships or nothing. He wasn't a main eventer. But he stuck around and played that gimmick, and it was popular up until, like, 2019. Right. Like, it was still it was still getting pops from the crowd. It was still over. Our truth Him and Truth was going crazy. So, mm. Man. They won the titles, didn't they? Nah, they didn't win the tag titles. They should have. Did they? Hold on. <laughs> I don't think. I'm pretty sure they didn't. But I would have remembered that. I felt like they did. I, I'm I'm like 98% sure that they did not. Nah, they ain't win no championships together. Damn. Yeah, man. Golden Truth, that that's they missed out. Yeah, that was going crazy. Shout out to them. Dustin should be in the Hall of Fame too. So whenever he's ready to, to come back over, I don't know when his contract is up. Maybe he had a five-year joint, so that should be ending soon. If it was mm-hmm. in like the next couple months. Cause when when did he sign the AW? It wasn't like March or April of yeah. 2019. So that should be coming up soon. You coming right back in. Your brother gonna win the champ. That's probably what it's gonna be. If if Cody's supposed to win the championship, as we all think at WrestleMania, I can definitely see him inducting his brother into the Hall of Fame the same way him and his brother inducted their father. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That should that should be what should be done. So yeah. If y'all ain't gonna have Victoria in the Hall of Fame, you know what I mean? You should. I'm about to say, like, even if, ain't no excuse. Do that shit. Dustin, Victoria, those are my two picks I want to see for the Hall next year. We can have a whole thing about this too later, but those are the main two. Yeah, man, got to speak on it. So (laughs) it's always funny, you know, whenever whenever somebody that's like heavy in the news shows up in a company, they always got to have the the negative shit come out. So yeah, uh, Brian Danielson. Apparently, (laughs) I know it's I know they uh. They was talking all week long about how he headed up the committee that made a decision to cut Punk from AEW. Mm-hmm. So apparently, uh, Chief Legal Officer uh, Mega Perek, mm-hmm. I'm saying that right. Uh, she had nothing Mega to do. Mega Perek, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah she uh, she stepped back from the role, uh, and it was was Daniel Brian Danielson. Uh, AEW General Counsel Chris Peck and some outside attorney. They they put together the uh, the committee, and apparently somebody from the roster claimed that Brian was the appropriate moral compass who exemplifies objectivity and effectively headed up and was the face of the discipline committee. So. Y'all got to do with CTE making decisions. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. And he said, look, he just he felt it was the right thing to do. Hey, Brian, what do you hey. think we should do about CM Punk? My CTE acting up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Y'all wilded for that. Cause like who who decided he he'd be the one making decisions? First, y'all came out. Why is he why is Brian Danielson the scapegoat for everything CM Punk in his company? That's first it was like, no, nah, Brian Danielson been booking collision this whole time. And now mm-hmm. he the he the moral compass, quote unquote, 
to get this dude fired up out the building. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Who he's supposed to be? I don't know, man. It's uh, you know, the, different the dude that talk here. about tree semen. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Who mans is this? Nah, oh. <laughs> I don't even want to go there with that one. Uh, so uh, TMZ was busy this week. Aren't they pulled they up. Uh, yeah, as per usual, they pulled up on Miss Ronda Rousey and asked the obvious question about the possibility of her going to AEW. So she says, no, no, don't think so. And reason being, she's just trying to be home with the family, be a full-time mom. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and call Cap because ain't like they work a, a, a touring schedule. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, Cap. Totally Cap. That means lie. Yeah. They, 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 being, they being, you know, in some, some local cities, nothing crazy. Not like they're going overseas, nothing like that. Yeah, they go overseas one time. You could you could work you could work a day, and call it a day. You can fly out Tuesday, get back home Thursday. Right. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing major. So I ain't buying that. Uh, you ain't we turning that money down, Rhonda. Yeah, I know. Ain't no way. She, I mean, she already technically showed up once because mm-hmm. you know the Ring of Honor tapings, same yeah. same event, same place. So. Ring of Honor is just WWECW. Right. If we're being honest. It's a conversation some of y'all ain't ready for. <laughs> yeah, we'll have um, a conversation on a later episode. <laughs> yeah, we well, so we already mentioned already mentioned her earlier alongside Bailey. But uh Mercedes Monet is uh getting back in the getting back in the lab. You know what I'm saying? She uh has some footage drop on Wednesday, her getting in the ring. Had a had a video on her page on the YouTube page entitled "The Countdown Begins." She's getting in the game, getting the, getting her feet wet. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready to get back at it. She, uh, I think she still got a deal with New Japan. Um, now I know, but once that deal is up, uh, the talk is she might go to AEW. But she ain't going there. But yeah, exactly. She ain't going there. If she was going there, she would have been showed up. It's, that's my thing. Like she would have, she would have been did something. Like, and they was right. even trying to recruit her. They kept showing her at at Wembley, all right. that. She was that's at a, Wem- who was she at Wembley? She was at Wembley to support somebody. She wasn't there to go join the show and shit. Like, I forget. I forget who it was, but um, yeah, no, nah, that was uh, that was one of them uh, prospecting visits. Mm-hmm. It's probably not gonna go down. Because, like we said before, uh, Pam lets y'all know she's always got a plan. And Vincent so. them gone too, so. Mm-hmm. The, the reason she walked up and left, they're gone. Johnny Ace is gone. I'm telling you, man. I don't know. I don't know if there was beef with Bruce or not, but she they gone. Like she goofed. And they they don't got a problem cutting checks Hell right no. now. The pro the profits is coming in. Right. Hand over they, fist. They don't have a problem cutting checks to the right people. Right. Niggas ain't signing no Will Osprey. Yeah. Well, shit, they'll bring Sasha Banks back real quick. Especially exactly. now. Especially with the story going on now. Exactly. That Gucci. That's smart. And uh, my last thing here. <laughs> another day, another week. Another Vince McMahon lawsuit. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> 
Another man. one? Yeah. A whole another one. <laughs> whole another one. Another one? Another yeah. one. <laughs> uh, again. A fucking again. Nothing new. Nothing changed. Same old shit. Same old fucking shit. God damn, nigga. I, you had so, no... Why all the lawsuits come out now? So like, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna read this off real quick. Uh, the suit was unsealed last week. It was revealed an Ohio pension fund alleged that McMahon and other board members moved for a quick sale and a favorable one to Endeavor. It says that McMahon made the deal with Endeavor because of his friendship with Ari Emanuel, who founded the company. So... Uh, Essentially, what they're getting at here is they're saying Vince was uh, putting his own interest over shareholders in the merger, which, and compared to the other stuff we have been, I mean, that's been brought up, that that's really not. That's <laughs> mild, but I mean, I don't listen. Like, I don't see that. I don't see the problem selling to your homie. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially like the deal it wasn't. It wasn't a bad deal. Like. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good deal, right? I mean, you probably could have you know attempted to to get a better deal. I think I think a lot of people, myself included, were expecting for years for Comcast to be the ones to eventually buy them. Yeah, that was just what I was thinking. I didn't see, want them to go to Disney, but yeah, no, no, we can't have that. Well, we'll see, we 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 know a little bit about stock market, right? Yeah. Uh. This is what they were saying. Like they said, the company turned away two cash offers that they perceived as having better terms. But there were some other bidders that never got identified, but they expected to be, you know, major institutions had some major capital that they could make the deal with that would have made sense. Hopefully, mm-hmm. not Disney was in the mix. But apparently, the complaint says that some companies were submitting cash offers of 95 to 100 a share. And one had like 90 to 97. And because they were thinking about cashing out the WWE stockholders, they it would keep it would keep Vince from rolling his shares over to keep them. So that would mean that he would be out of the mix. It would have been a wrap. But uh apparently never made any kind of counter offers, nothing like that. And the merger closed. Um, with a le- with a lesser offer, I think it was like ninety five, ninety five a share. Mm-hmm. So they claim that he, that he and the board conjured up a sham sale process to make Endeavor the front runner, alongside with Nick, DJ Paul, George Barrios, and Michelle Wilson, who That's all insane. who who all got bonuses out of the merger, <laughs> which I think is what they looking at too. Hey, that's crazy. But yeah. hey, let me let me try to find some history right quick. Uh, TKO group. They married what September? Uh, yeah. So at the time of the merger, in like the middle of September, they, the price was hovering around like one hundred and five dollars. So yeah, yeah. Do with that what you will. I mean. My stock price is hundred and five dollars. I, I ain't I ain't taking no cash offers for ninety ninety something dollars a share. Right. So I get it. 
Y'all just mad. Y'all ain't get the company. TKO. So get TKO about three years. We ain't gonna be able to afford a WWE show. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. It's it's that's it's, where it's, it's going. It's, it's gonna get ugly real fast for us. Hey, <laughs> so get y'all bread up now, me included, because oh, yesterday, yesterday's price is not today's price. You might you might get that mania in Vegas, and it's gonna cost you a grip. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you th- y'all think the mania tickets is expensive now. <sighs> Give it three years, dog. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start asking y'all, like London, do y'all really want that mania that bad? Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they still do. They don't care. They gonna pay whatever. <laughs> they gonna pay whatever. Hey, listen, mania in Vegas. I'll pay whatever too. Hey, I ain't even trying to pay. Honestly, takes... I'm trying to work. I'm trying to be there for work. That's all it is. I'm trying to be Young Kings wrestling. Hey, that's that's all, man. Just cut, just cut a check, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We 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 do what we do. Just 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 slide us that little piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, man. We got the rest. That's all. We can we can negotiate too. Hey, listen. Yeah. Just, I'm saying, just make sure man. my shit six figures. That's all. You give me right. six figures on the dot exactly. Yeah, man. the very first six figure. Turn a check. <laughs> that's all. That's all I need. That's what I'm saying. I'm working in wrestling, getting paid. I'm cool. That's all we have for the rumors. Hey, man. Yeah, we good. Yeah, man. Uh, I I know I said we weren't going to talk about what we was watching, but, you know, I got an opportunity to talk about Michael Jackson on this show, and I'm about to take it. Oh, boy. I watched the – they got a new documentary that came out, uh, Thriller, the 40th Mm. anniversary of Thriller. was uh, Actually, the actual video of Thriller came out 40 years ago yesterday. So uh, they talked about uh, the making of Thriller, the the whole album. So that's a uh, that's on Showtime. If y'all got Showtime, so shout out to the greatest oh, album ever made. Michael Jackson is my goat. And shout out oh, to Seth that's, Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, all the people that embody Michael Jackson in wrestling. Santana Jackson. Mm-hmm. Hey, Fremont Street Fred. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit out that boy. (laughs) Whoa. He didn't even whoop him, though. He he was like, I ain't want to hurt him. Right. He he Michael Jackson, you know, he Michael Jackson, you know, personified. So, like, he wasn't trying to hurt nobody. But he said, "Hey, look, be be careful, be cool. Like, I ain't no, I ain't no bitch. Yeah. This could have got bad quick if it was somebody else that was less, you know, that had less humanity than me. That's what I'm saying. I done seen motherfuckers get knocked out on Fremont Street several times. <laughs> I literally saw a video of a fight that took place on Fremont Street. <laughs> it was like, it was a brawl. It was it was like three fights going on at once. Damn. They were squabbing. I legit seen a nigga get knocked out like 20 feet from me on Fremont Street before. What's good? What's good with them over there? No, listen. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all a couple times. I've seen some shit go down. One, oh. one of my first times on Fremont Street, I was just out of here. I had mm. a little bit too many libations and not enough food. So <laughs> y'all know how that goes. I was I was beefing with a homeless dude on Fremont Street. I was that fake. Oh, what? Yeah, man. Homeless dude. He had a stuffed animal. 
and it was just like tied up on the fence and I knocked that shit down just beefing for no reason. Yeah. Very low moment of mine. But uh mm, mm, mm-hmm. I, I told you I seen a dude get knocked out like after the bars let out. And uh I'm over here just waiting for my I'm waiting for my Uber. You know, it's minding my own business. <laughs> nigga across the street talking crazy. Nigga cocked back and nigga fell back. <laughs> and nigga just laid there. His homies was trying to check on him. <laughs> he put his hand up like he put his hand yeah. up, reached out, had his uh, homie give him a cigarette. He laid out on the ground and just, you know how bad you got knocked out where you got to reach for your homie cigarette. That's wild, man. <laughs> and then uh, I, I seen a dude was talking crazy to a bouncer at this other joint. We trying to get in and the niggas is like in front of us was just talking crazy to the bouncer. The bouncer Put the put the lady ID down that he was checking, who was in front of them. Calmly put her ID down, stepped away from his post, body slammed this nigga, angle Yo. slammed this nigga on the cement. Got back to his post, start checking IDs again. <laughs> Yo, what the hell? I didn't, I didn't even go lie. I did not look this dude in his face when I gave him my ID. I was like, you ain't about to slam me. <laughs> I ain't about to give you a reason. I might remind you of somebody and you get pissed off all over again. Yeah. I do not want parts, bro. Y'all, y'all just wilding over there, man. Yeah, Fremont Street crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's the ghetto strip. Uh, I'm thinking it's an isolated incident. This man uh, introduced a pattern. <laughs> nah. Like, I mean, I, I've seen my fair number of fights that happened on the strip before, but nah, Fremont Street different. Is 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 less security? I think that's what it is. Uh, okay, All you right. got and and it's and it's cheaper too. So like, it's where you go to have cheap fun when you in Vegas. Mm. That's where you stay at for cheap. That's where you go on the strip. It's a little bit more upscale, so it's less fighting. That's that's my take. On it. Gotcha. Shout out to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens here stays here. I <laughs> see that. Except if your ass getting knocked out, you going back home with your eye black. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna know what happened to you out there. Damn. You go back to work on Monday like that. I'll see you had a good time. Shit, yeah. I don't remember it. I don't remember the good time I had. <laughs> My CTE acting up. <laughs> You know what back. happened to that boy. <laughs> Facts. Hey, man, let's talk about what happened uh, this past week in wrestling. A lot happened, man. Uh, CM Punk came back, I heard. Pepsi Phil? Pepsi Phil. Coping <laughs> mechanism? Back. Coping mechanism. Clown man. All oh. that. Uh, nah, yeah, we, we already knew he came back at Survivor Series. We talked about that. So uh, his first appearance on Monday Night Raw... Since January, I don't remember, 2014. It's Googleable. Hold on. Let's find that out. When was the last time CM Punk was on? It was, it was, it was just after the Rumble. So yeah, January. January 20th, 2014. There we go. January 20th, 2014. So almost 10 years, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. He came back. Uh, he claimed that after 10 years, he's home, quote unquote. Home. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, 
So, as soon as he said that, I was just like, oh, here this nigga go. That's cap. Totally cap. That means lie. But then I started listening more. And, you know, you got to pay attention to these things. Because, like, like we were talking about with Seth Rollins, the way he reacted. Mm-hmm. Intentional. All intentional. Uh, so, oh, yeah. keep in mind. Uh, CM Punk said, you know, he's there for the fans, you know, and he's home. All this bullshit is <laughs> as clear as day. Bullshit. It was the same promo he did when he debuted on Rampage. Mm. Like the same promo, but it came with a caveat. And that caveat was the very last thing you heard anybody say on Monday's episode of Raw. This man turns to the camera after after delivering bullshit to the 17,000, however many people was in the building. This man turned to the camera and said, I'm back. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Money. And then this shit just cut off and went straight to Barmageddon. Like, mm-hmm. immediately. This man turned to the camera and said the complete opposite of what he just told the 17,000 people in right. that building. And that made sense to me because about an hour before, Seth Rollins inferred to this man as a hypocrite, didn't even call him by his name, didn't acknowledge him as a person, as a man, just called him, said, hey, yo, I'm not going to spend any time on that hypocrite. So get it all out your system now while I'm here. Right. I was like, God damn. So we see where they're going with this. In, indeed. And this so like if cook. if y'all if y'all gotten y'all feelings about that promo, just pay fucking attention. That's all just pay attention, bro. Yeah, man. The clues matter. They telling y'all what they doing. It's like I'm I'm a Nebraska, I'm a Nebraska football fan. Mm-hmm. 1995. It's probably the best college football team of all time because these motherfuckers ran through everybody on both on all three phases of the field. But on offense, you know what the Nebraska offensive line used to do in '95? Well, they, they go up to the defensive line, tell them to play they about to run, and they um, still wouldn't stop. Yeah, WWE that's... is telling y'all the plays that they run it. Right. And y'all getting mad over it. Just pay attention. They literally telling y'all what they doing. He he he's dropping all the, the tidbits that he's that that's coming. Like yeah. the wise man, the wise man line. Like uh huh. He, he lets you know what's what's going on. <laughs> and the thing that's that's your problem. Y'all don't pay attention. What Jay Z say? This is our obligatory Jay Z reference. Get him. Do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? <laughs> do y'all watch wrestling? For real, or is it just background noise? Like some, it's background noise to me sometimes. But listen, I'll still be still paying attention. attention. Yeah, right. so I still get it. I still understand it. So uh, that's what it is. But uh, let's talk about that Seth Rollins promo a little bit more because, like, after that, he talked about how he wants to resume being a fighting champion. You know, he took the last show off to handle that business in war games. Mm. So he said, you know. Let me let me get back to defending my championship. I told y'all I'm gonna be a fighting champion and defend this as much as possible. Build the prestige up of this belt. Drew McIntyre said, "Hold on, fella." <laughs> he came out there and said, "No, run that shit back." Right. 
run it the fuck back. And uh, Seth was like, you know what? I would, bro, but somebody already in line. So Drew was like, who the fuck in line? <laughs> he said, who the fuck in line? This nigga Seth put his hands up and <laughs> was like, shit, I, I gave Jay Uso a shot. <laughs> Dog. Snap this man out for real. Hey, hey, that did not sit well with Mr. Mac at all. That nigga headbutted Seth. <laughs> he was so mad, he headbutted the belt on accident. Cut his head and everything. Like, so that nigga went off, beat the shit out of Seth, and Jay Uso had to come out there. This nigga Drew said, Fucking playing with me, bitch. I'm not fucking playing with you, nigga. You got me fucked up. Pretty much. That's a fact, man. And then we go backstage, man. This nigga, Sami Zayn, doing his best Roxy Reynolds impression. (laughs) Bouncing on it. Copy, please, for Jay Uso and Seth. Basically, called Drew Mack a bitch to his face without calling him a bitch. Said, You bitching. He really did, though. He said, "You, You bitching a lot. Me? I just, I ain't bitch. I just was being a little bitch and being in everybody way. Mm-hmm. But now y'all got Drew fucked up for real. Yeah, Even, I Drew was like, this man. <laughs> Listen, y'all heard, the, y'all heard the little kid just now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drew said, you can run my fade too. So tomorrow night, Monday Night Raw, we got Drew Mack versus Sami Zayn. And then we got Seth Rollins versus Jay Uso for the world title. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good yeah. show. Y'all can bet on that too. That's crazy. Y'all could. Y'all can literally bet on both of them matches on Monday night. Seth Rollins is a minus eight hundred odds versus Jay Uso. I that might be a no contest though. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you give me the, give me the bet on Jay Uso. He plus four fifty. The, the result. So and I'll take that. A, D, a DQ. So Drew Mack yeah. come in. If he touched Jay Uso first, his own. Right. I'm just saying. Uh, I got a question for you, Reek. Talk to me. How many wrestling families? What? Run that back. Run that back. I got a question for you, Reek. Talk to me. Players fuck up. How many royal families are there in wrestling? Mm. So I heard that wrestling has more than one royal family. And uh, this man, Cody Rose, came out there and declared for the Royal Rumble. Two months first early. Out. Yeah. That's how you know a nigga thirsty. I'm going to say, first one <laughs> out. He said, no, usually motherfuckers declare for the Rumble, like, January. <laughs> it's still November. He declared for the Rumble. Like, dog, it's eight weeks from now, bro. What you doing? Like, goddamn. I know we don't got no PLEs on the main roster till right. then, but shit. You could at least wait till Christmas, damn. Yeah. After Christmas, New Year, something. It's literally a show on New Year's Day. You could have you could have waited till then. I get it though. You say, "Hey, the bloodline had me fucked up. I got to make sure I'm getting in there early. First come, first <laughs> serve." I, I seen women waiting outside for their Beyonce tickets for two days straight. They bought tickets to the Beyonce show and they camped out for the show. They bought tickets to. So I get it, Cody. I understand. Uh, but this man Shinsuke Nakamura basically was just like, "Hey, nigga, I've been talking about you the last couple weeks. You've been paying attention." Pulled up on this mm-hmm. man, spit the blood red mist in his face. Man, 
not the first time a rose has been misted by a Japanese person. Won't be the last, I'm sure. Yeah, it definitely ain't. So this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be a good, good fun match, man. You know, Cody got his uh history in New Japan, so does Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. This should be good. So, I like this. It's a good little filler for the next month or so. Yeah. Gotta gotta use y'all the can time. Have a, that can be a big match. Y'all build up for that New Year's Day show. Mm. Right, let's do okay. that. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, elsewhere on this show, we got a tag team gauntlet, tag team turmoil, they call it. The Creed brothers are the new number one contenders. And uh, Judgment Day, they're not sleeping. They know They know what it is. So respect to the Creed brothers, brother. Yeah, man. That, listen, them boys cooking. Like, I, I, I didn't gave them like they they might be they might be on the list. We doing tag teams of the year. Yeah, we they, gonna they, talk about the nominations in a bit. Yeah, I want to say they on the short list. Yeah, they they've been on the list all year. They matches upon matches, couple matches on a match of the year candidate. So for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got a uh, Ivar versus Bronson Reed. Big meaty <laughs> man slapping me. Mm-hmm. And you know, listen, I. I said my things about you know Viking Raiders being on my TV, mustying up my TV <laughs> for for the last couple months. But I've always been a fan of Ivar slash Hanson. Like he mm-hmm. was always every match they had in like NXT, he was always a standout to me. It was cold. He was going crazy. Uh, Bronson Reed, I know he ain't really been in my favor too much, but pause. I've been coming around to both of these men lately. Like they've oh, been putting man. on some matches, yeah, man. But this one, it was a co- it was it was a decent. It got decent time, but it got negative real quick. And uh, we got a double count out for both these men, and the negativity continued on NXT. Uh, Bronson Reed was uh, in a fatal four way match versus who was it? Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes, and Wesley. And uh, I think the winner of that faced Dom at Deadline. Something yeah, of that yeah, matter. Yeah. Some something like that. But uh yeah. Ivar showed up, said, Hey, yo, I ain't finished with you, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he came out, he hit him with the Debo. Fred, this is the rematch. Yeah, boy, the rematch. Pulled up on him, they did their thing. But uh, I, I I need to see more. I'm, I'm I might need to see some tables or something involved next saying, time. I'm I'm with it. You know, I thrive off negativity, so he said, keep doing he it. it. He said it's up. He pulled up, said it's on site. <laughs> <laughs> it's on site. And, uh, See my, you. Facts. <laughs> and uh, my last tidbit of Monday Night Raw, uh, my man's Ronald Truth got to lay off the pastries, bro. Oh, like what? <laughs> that man was wilding. What, what you want him, bro? Like, come on, bro. I know you've been away, but don't tell me you're getting bad habits now. Man, y'all here, there's no no home training whatsoever. You That's what I'm saying. Took, took a whole display of pastry from catering, ducked off into somebody else's locker room because it was secluded and they weren't there. Right. Got powdered sugar and crumbs all over. This dude, Finn Balor, was like, I'm still cleaning up sugar all oh. over our couch and our floors. Got, got black folks looking bad. Messy. Man, yeah. Messy yeah, and on a major scale. Like, yeah, that's on, that, that's that's my biggest issue. You making niggas look bad. You making niggas look like niggas don't got no home training. And he just came back too. Like, right, man. You from the south? That. You from the south? 
you from North Carolina. I know your grandmama done taught you better than that, Ronald. Facts. Ronnie. That's, I think that's his government name is Ronnie. I think it's his official government name. So, Mr. Ronnie Truth, you need to do better, my brother. Please. Act like you've been here before. Right. Because you've been here a long ass time. Facts. You've been here about 13 years now. About 15 years total in your career. Yeah. (laughs) Act like you've been here before. Uh, Let's talk about SmackDown, man. Because SmackDown, the big segment was uh, Randy Orton was announced for SmackDown. And uh, Mm -hmm. Nick Aldis, his plan the whole time was to invite Randy Orton to SmackDown and sign him. Adam Pierce, for some reason, didn't didn't think far ahead when Randy Orton was on Raw on Monday. And he said, hey, I know what you're doing. You're trying to sign Randy Orton. And Nick Aldis is like, nigga, you had a chance to sign him on Monday. What are you talking about? You didn't sign him. I invited him on the show to try to get him on the show. Stop lacking. Yeah. (laughs) Adam Pierce luckily pulled up with a contract and said, you know, we're going to do this later on. So we get to there and uh, they invite Randy Orton out. Say, who you signing with? On some Eric Bischoff, Teddy Long type stuff. Yeah. Randy Orton was Batista. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nick Aldis was just like, "Hey, yo, you can get your lick back. You signed with SmackDown, right? You know what happened last time you were on SmackDown? A bunch of kids cried. Paul Heyman came out there, was like, "Hey, fam, choose wisely <laughs> on his Walter White. Tread lightly." Mm. Solo came out, jumped him, and uh, it was on site for LA Night because he came out there too. And uh, oh, even yeah. things up. And Randy Orton threw that raw contract down on the ground, signed the SmackDown joint, delivered an RKO to his new boss for a measure. <laughs> Say, hey, yo, I, I ain't never seen you before. <laughs> RKO. <laughs> Who are you? You the new nigga. Here you go. Welcome to SmackDown. <laughs> Here I am. And uh, definitely we're going to be getting Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton at the Rumble. And I cannot mm. wait. Roman Reigns is uh, going to be on the December 15th episode of SmackDown. He's coming back. That should be fun. CM Punk going to be on SmackDown next week, too. First time he's been on SmackDown in a very long time. That's a fact. True. Going to uh, Tribute to the Troops. That, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Tribute to the Troops is next week. Mm-hmm. I remember they used to go to actually like Baghdad and shit. Yeah. That was cool. They was having a good time out there. For sure. Shout out to the troops. Speaking of America, uh, we got a U.S. title tournament coming up, man. Logan Paul, the U.S. champion, announces a tournament for his next challenger. Uh, eight-man field, Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross? Mm. What happened to that boy? I ain't seen him in months. Good questions. Uh, Bobby Lashley, former U.S. champion himself. Grayson Waller, Austin Theory, another former U.S. champion. And another former U.S. champion, Kevin Owens. Uh, That's seven people I just named. And uh, the eighth person to be determined from NXT. Who coming from NXT in this tournament, man? I mean, I got some ideas. I got some ideas, too. You know None of them ideas will come to fruition, though. So don't be no, tweaked man. when it's Von Wagner. Uh, whoa, stop, <laughs> stop. If it's, it's not, 
if it's not Braun it, it or Melo. Braun or Melo <laughs> or Trey. Yeah. I will take any of those three. If you go outside of that, I promise you if I see my Wagner, <laughs> yo, that's going to be – I'm bringing Rance back that week. <laughs> y'all going to have to see me. <laughs> Come Tuesday, I'm in the U.S. title tournament. You know, you got a lisp. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're trying to make this thing work so bad. I'm hey, just, don't be tweaked. I'm not, like, I don't, I don't care. You're not getting no kind of sympathy out of me for it. I don't care about Von Wagner. You're not going to make me care. I don't care how sympathetic you try to make this dude be. The man is like seven foot tall. There, there's no sympathy to get. Yeah, you can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Logan now, Paul, though, Logan Paul was cooking Kevin Owens on commentary, though. I ain't even going to lie. He, was, he said Kevin Owens make me want to go to McDonald's. Hell yeah, Kevin Owens inspires me to go to McDonald's. And that shit, that shit caught everybody off guard. That shit got silent. No. The niggas was trying not to laugh. Like, what? And nigga, and nigga Kevin Patrick started dying. Yeah. <laughs> I started dying too. I was like, no. Yo, I really, I looked at I'm like, no, he, he really doing all this right now, bro. Hey, he cold. Shout out to Logan Paul, bro. I don't care. He is, he, for real. He cold. Y'all can keep denying it all y'all want. Nah, man. Listen, I, I said this. This is this is why I was all for him him, him getting the belt because we're gonna get good content like this. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't be mad at it. Good matches, good promos. Facts. Can't believe Vince was trying to make man's a face when he first came on board. Stupid. That means Vince don't know nothing about Logan Paul. Exactly. He said, "Oh, he, he's a celebrity. He got all these millions of followers. Make him a baby face. God damn it." Like, come on, bro. Triple H was like, all right. It's like, boss. <laughs> it's like, but this thing is like, you've known how to book celebrities in the past. Cause like, mm-hmm. you Floyd, knew, cause well, he knew Floyd, Floyd though. He knew Floyd. That's the difference. Yeah. Floyd, Kevin Federline. Yeah. 06. Like, Who told that man about Kevin fucking Federline? I don't know. It had, it had to be somebody on the roster. Like, he must have really had Who a friend on the that was... at that time. They'll be like, "Hey, Kevin Federline." They um, well, they had, they booked it that that Morrison was friends with or Nitro at the time was friends with him. But like, Nitro probably was friends with that nigga, probably, or or Molina, one of the two. Like, yeah, some so somebody somebody had a line to Britney and was like, "Yo," but he was he was all over the, he was all over the news during that time because like that was around the time him and britney got divorced and then she started going yeah. crazy this <laughs> nigga like, had an album remember that album hell yeah <laughs> that nigga started rapping oh it was crazy i didn't know he was a rapper he was a background dancer that's what i'm saying like why you why you start rapping started started getting getting fades getting tapers wearing do-rags wearing tall tees <laughs> This nigga oh, came out there. This nigga was on Raw every week dressed like a franchise boy. That's what I'm saying. Crazy man. work. Enough, enough Kevin Federline talk. <laughs> Let's round out SmackDown. Uh, Bailey and Damage Control, man. Let's, that's that's going crazy. We're getting a slow build on that. Tell you, man. Slow build. The Dakota's clearly the leader now, too. Right. I don't think Bailey knows. How are we not picking up on it? Like, come on now. And uh, they, they got, yeah, they, 
they got into it with the uh, with Charlotte Flair and Bianca. Shotzi might have been out there. I turned I turned my TV on late. So I don't remember. But uh damage control get backstage and EO going off. Like Bailey, what were you? And Bailey, like, I didn't know y'all was going out there. Nobody told me. Does she know? Mm-hmm. Does she know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly, she you. don't know. I'm telling you, you're Pam, not the leader gotta, no more, Pamela. You, you got to stop acting clueless because you about to get the time. <laughs> you about to about to Tommy DeVito you on some real shit, and you just not facts. picking up on it. <laughs> like, Big facts. They they didn't tell Bailey they was about to get active, and then Kyrie faced uh, Bianca, and EO told Bailey ass to stay backstage before they went out there. Did she listen? Yeah. No. Hell no. Ended up costing Kyrie the match. <sighs> Spooky hours. It's, it's getting scary it's getting hours. Ugly it's getting ugly out here. All them hours. All them hours. Mm-mm. It's looking looking real bad for you, Miss Martinez. Nobody ain't nobody telling you neither. It's like you're not reading the body language. The way they be looking at you, mm-hmm. like wait, the eyes Kyrie be giving you and Oscar too, like. Mm-hmm. Even Eo, Eo sunned you before she went outside. Like, hell yeah, it's a stay your ass right here. Let's go. <laughs> Mind you, you supposed to be the leader. You you supposed to be the person running shit. They don't respect. Hey. You. They don't mm-hmm. respect you at all. Mm-mm. They moving forward. Uh, let's talk about next week, man. Uh, last PLE of the year, NXT deadline. It's uh, it's four matches announced right now, but. It might be another match. I don't know what matches they would fit in there. Some filler, possibly. Yeah. But uh, we got two Iron Survivors and uh, two titles on the line. So let's get into it. Uh, Let's talk about the men's Iron Survivor. And uh, we got Dijak versus Trick Williams. Whoop that trick versus Josh Briggs. How he end up in this match? Man. I don't know. <laughs> versus uh versus Braun Breaker. And that's all we got. We got a last chance qualifying match this Tuesday. Uh Carmelo Hayes, Tyler Bate, Eddie Thorpe, and Joe Coffey. Eddie Thorpe is fetched to me. Stop yeah. trying to make that shit happen. Please and thank you. Y'all gotta cut that shit out. Get him a different gimmick or something. Give me a, a reason to care about this man or something. Because I it's, don't care. It's not. It's not hitting for me. It never did hit. Nah. Like, I don't know what the, the angle was for this, this the background, but it just wasn't it. Like, I don't know. I, I would see him come out, and I'm like, oh, why y'all clapping to this man's phone? Like, what? I'm just, this, I'm not understanding. This man's gimmick is a is like a, a bisexual Native American. That's that's what it is. That's pretty much right. all it is to me. Yeah. And I don't so even know if he's bisexual. That's just how it comes off, though. Yeah, I don't know man, what don't... sexual he is. It don't matter, but the, the whole point is like it seems to be your personality is your gimmick, and that shit never hits with me. With people's personality is their gimmick. Yeah, it never hits. Like you gotta have something else. At least ramp like, up your personality. You can't just be your regular self and go out there and wrestle. Why? That's exactly. Why y'all think Sonya didn't hit when she was just the the pride fighter and all that yeah. other shit? Like right. It's cool, you know, it's catchy, but it's not it's not, not over. Like stop trying to make that shit happen. But uh 
my question first off, who gets the final spot and then who wins this match? Uh much as I want to say Melo, it's probably gonna be somebody like Tyler. Like we just gonna try to Melo got the best odds. Whole, yeah, we're just gonna keep trying to push that whole dissension between him and Trick, even though apparently yeah. apparently Lexus we have King, the culprit. Yeah, Lexus Young King uh was the one that attacked Trick Williams. The the video footage that we knew existed finally came out. <laughs> However, I am not convinced still. And uh, we're going to see because like, I think you in the same boat. Uh, yeah, I don't think Melo going to win. He's going to lose. He's going to have that stank look on his face. And uh, this, this is my second Jay-Z quote of the day. Talk to him. I can't find it. Hold up. Oh. Players fuck up. Here we go. <laughs> Male shouldn't be jealous. That's a female trait. What you mad because you push. And he said, wait. Uh, right. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought I, I thought I uploaded the new one. I'm sorry. I thought so. Players fuck up. Yeah, players man. fuck up. It is what it is. But yeah, that's that's my thing. Uh, Carmelo, he not gonna get that final spot. He gonna get nope. jealous and start hating. And uh, more on Carmelo being a hater. And <laughs> later on, but uh. For the Iron Survivor, I got Trick Williams winning. Hell yeah. That's an easy answer. Because somebody going to be jealous. Mm-hmm. So no time it is, man. Look that trick. He, are, he already got the history with Ilya, so it's like. Facts. Facts. See, uh, that go crazy. And I I guess I don't need to ask who you got winning the NXT title, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> next match, uh, we got. Lash Legend. This is the, the women's iron survivor. Uh Lash Legend versus mm. Tiffany Stratton versus Kalani Jordan. It feels so good. And and Blair Blair Davenport's there too. Uh yeah. What MJF say? Mid. Uh, <laughs> uh to be mid. determined. That's low. Yeah, it's lower than me. I said I said that the other day. <laughs> I said that while I was watching NXT. I was like, man, where Davenport ain't even me. What's the, what's lower than me? Because that's her. Yeah, like all that's around. Like, that's like the first the first turn on the burner, like right facts. there on low. <laughs> Big facts. She ain't even low. She off. <laughs> <laughs> the stove is just off. Uh, but for the uh, last chance for the women, we got Fallon Henley, Thea Hale, Kiana James, and Roxanne Perez. Uh, I think we can cancel out Kiana and Roxanne right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that might be the, the final match they add to this card, too. Yeah. I think they're going to add another match. But uh, my pick is going to be Fallon Henley. They've clearly been building that up. Thea Hale, she got other priorities. Chase you. I was right. They owe the mob money. About to say, they, they owe somebody money. They under investigation. They defaulting <laughs> on their loans. Oh man, it's getting crazy out here. Yeah, let's uh, let's get about scary hours. Facts. <laughs> let's get a uh, Fallon Henley in there as the fifth member of this match. But I got Lash Legend winning, man. Mm. Give me Lash Legend. Like, I mean, I think Tiffany make the most sense, and they probably gonna go with that. But what to say, Issa Rae. <laughs> I'm rooting for everybody black. Like conventional wisdom says it's gonna be Tiffany, but I'm 
Bucks are going a different way. I'm saying Kalani. This soon. Like, you still rooting yeah. for everybody black? Yeah. And it's like, I feel like she she was she was going. She was going. You know what I'm saying? We we, we stalled out in the breakout tournament, mm-hmm. but that's okay. We spin in the block. And now we got this. She can get it. She can make shout it happen. To, shout out to Kalani George, man. Big Ten. You know, we, you know we rock with Big Ten schools over here, so yes, sir. Big Ten is is literally like the Big Eighteen now. Oh my god, man. y'all niggas was wild with that. Stressful. Oh, well, how many teams are in the Big Ten now? Sixteen. <sighs> I think so. Yeah, they just added four. It was no, nah, it's it's eighteen. It was fourteen. It's Googleable. It is Googleable. Cause it wasn't ten. We got there. It was like eleven, and then Rutgers and Maryland came, and now we got four more teams. So it's like 17, 18 teams in the conference. But shout out to Kalani oh, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, it's eighteen starting next year. Yeah, eighteen. That's come on, man. Change the name of the conference. Shit. <laughs> right. This is a lot. At least the Pac twelve changed the name of their conference. Yeah. They added hella teams. I don't even remember the teams of Pac twelve added. It was Colorado and who else? Uh, damn. That's also Google. I don't know. It is Google. It don't matter. Uh, yeah. You so you got Kalani. I got Lash. That's cool. Blackness. Shout out to the blackness. Yes, sir. Let's talk about another black person. Uh, Wesley versus Dirty Don Mysterio for the North American title. Who you got? Mm. Man, I I want to say West, but I don't feel like. It don't seem like it was a real reason to to take the title off Dom just to put it back on West when he just got back. Like it's it it, it reeks of a a a, a red uh red, red herring. Yeah. yeah, Wesley is favored uh, minus two fifty to win this though. Hmm. I don't know, man. No, I feel like I, I feel like something else is coming. So you got Dom? Yeah, yeah, I'm taking it. Hey, Issa Rae, I'm rooting for everybody black. Wesley, give me Wesley. Cardiac okay. kid, let him get it back. Okay, I'm with that. And uh, for the NXT championship, Ilya Dragunov putting it on the line versus my boy. Y'all know who my boy is. Who my boy? Bum ass Baron Corbin. <laughs> uh oh, welcome to Big Baller Zone. Big Baller Baron Corbin. <laughs> hey, Corbin, oh, Corbin got dragging off shook. <laughs> he got his ass shook. Nah, he do though. He over here tweaking, he, spazzing out on motherfuckers, spazzed out on Nathan Fraser for no reason. Yeah, he tripping. So he got him tweaked, but uh, I got dragging off winning still though, man. I think. You know, when the when the lights on, sometimes you fail at practice. Sometimes you don't have good practices. Thanks. But you get to the game and you perform when the lights is on and all the pressure. You perform better under pressure. Mm-hmm. Give me dragging off. You got dragging off too? Yes, sir. Yeah, we got we both got dragging off, and uh that's next Saturday, man. So y'all better go check that out. I can't wait for that one. I can't wait for that. Uh, let's talk about uh, the awards coming up. We got a uh, Young Kings Wrestling Awards. 
coming up here in a few weeks. We're gonna let y'all know when exactly. We uh, we still working out those tidbits, but probably uh probably on New Year's Day, more than likely, we'll release that. Yeah, more than likely. Uh, nominations, man. I think it's it's time to reveal the official nominations for. 2023 Young Kings Wrestling Award. Uh, first, we're gonna just give out an award right now. I think it's fair to give out podcast of the year. Who do you think it's gonna be? Oh, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. But uh, you know, well, who else? Podcast of the year goes to none other than the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Bring that ass on stage, Bring boys. That ass here, boy. Yes, sir. Shout out to us. Who else? I mean, shit. Y'all, y'all giving Booker of the Year to people. <laughs> oh, listen. It's man. clearly not Booker of the Year. He ain't been Booker six months. Let's, let's keep it a buck. <laughs> he ain't been Booker of the Week ever. Half of them shows been booking the damn selves. Like, let's yeah, literally. It's easy. The fans book more than him. Right. If you if you pay attention, the fans book everything before it happens, exactly. and then it just happened on TV. The fans tell this man what they want to see, and he deliver it. Y'all the real booker of the year, you niggas. Mm. Honestly, all he do is put them in, put them on the card. That's it. All he do is sign the checks. All right. And I don't think he signed the checks. I think his daddy might sign the checks. Probably. His daddy owned the company. If y'all ain't aware. Exactly. Y'all be calling that man the owner. His daddy the owner. And, 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 and you know something I don't like too? Because we, we, we mentioned him earlier, the, the top of the show. Uh, I don't like this, this this whole, this tool thing he be doing by wearing that scarf like Enoki used to. Like, there's pandering and then there's just outright ugly looking shit. And that, that's just, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that at all. Nah. Uh, apparently, Tony is a cold. Apparently, Wikipedia said we know he's on Wikipedia. What is daddy? I'll say, what he got like 30 40 percent, maybe it might be less than that. (laughs) Daddy said, You're about to fuck this up. (laughs) That's the smallest, smallest co I ever heard of. Hey, how you the minority owner of of your own company? (laughs) That'd be wild. It's gonna be a fun awards, man. Hell yeah! Shout out, shout out to us. Shout out to Young Kings Wrestling. We uh, we over. We over. So we can plug our socials now and get up out of here. Shout out to y'all that have listened for the last 90-something minutes. I appreciate y'all. Facts. Always, man. Hey, plug your socials, Reek. But y'all can find me at Reek Havoc24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour. I talk sports and entertainment on all streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Spotify, X Anchor. Google Podcast and the video version, which is the most entertainment, is up on YouTube. Some content out you can listen to right now. Yes, sir. And I am the Thespian TC Fontaine. You can follow me on Instagram, tc.fontaine, foy.flix is my photography page. And uh, follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling, ykwrestling.com. Go and get you some merch, man. Got them new black wrestling shirts up on the merch site. If you didn't shop on Cyber Monday, you missed out on a discount. But go get you a shirt, man. It's uh, it's dope. I'm about to see who won a shirt for free. Facts. Like a wrestler, though. I'm about to send it to a wrestler. 
Top hey. top dog that I might send this shirt to is Nyla Rose. I'm about to say like, cause cause hit, she she shouted out the people. I say hit her up like yo, you wanna wanna have something to wear on TV one of these weeks? You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, Black yo, that signal boost is gonna be crazy. Hey, knock on wood, man. We putting it out to the universe. Facts. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a slide in Nyla Rose DMs right now. Pause. <laughs> we're gonna see what that's hitting on. Thanks. Uh, but y'all already know what we do when we close the show down, and we want to kick y'all out the palace. We let Trey Songs do it. So, Thanks. Mr. Mr. Songs, do your thing. Get him. Said I'd be back to hold you down. I don't wanna leave. But we got to go right now. We're going to be back next week, though, with another one. Another one. Like another Vince lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we out of here, though, man. Appreciate y'all. We out yes, of here. Gone. No. We, was, we was off on that one, but we good. We bounce back next week. It's cool. It's, it's cool. Players fuck up. <laughs> Players fuck up. <laughs>